Hola. Bonjour. You have anything to add? No. It's the Skipper and the Greenie podcast. Um, we're here. You're the Skipper. Yo. Ten years experience. I'm the Greenie. Uh, with one year experience. How long can we keep saying that for? Every time. Until oh, and yeah, we'll just change my how long I say. It'd be 11 years and two years. When am I not green anymore? Never. <laughs> no, you said two years the other day. Yeah, but you have to actually do some work. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're still green. Green means new. If you're not learning anything, what's the point? <laughs> I am learning something. <laughs> Every day. Every day is a school day. <laughs> anyway, today's episode is called Travelling Isn't Fun Anymore. And I say it like that because it's a whine. It's just travelling isn't fun anymore. It used to be fun. It used to be reserved for holidays. Um, and now we travel so much for this industry and work. And it's just taken over the funness of a holiday i didn't i never used to mind getting up at silly clock in the morning and going to the airport because it was exciting you were going somewhere but now i resent it a bit because it's normally because we're going back to work or mm. you know going i just get jealous of people in the airport now yeah yeah because you can you can feel the excitement from mm. other people people are going on a holiday yeah and they can even be going obviously in the same plane as you on holiday because like we go to nice places but, yeah <laughs> but it's work yeah well and this has only happened since i joined the industry now i've traveled a lot so before um super yachting i used to travel a lot myself so this is not just because of you know traveling more I, I even in COVID year 2020 i managed to get out of the country for four holidays um five with one in the uk um showing off now well no i'm just saying like how much i would i would love to travel you know that is one of the reasons why i am doing this job i guess is because i should never say that i know yeah i know you say you should never say that but it is true (laughs) but it is true i do love traveling you know uh i've done some really cool stuff i have um done ibiza how it was supposed to be done i found myself in bali i've been to (laughs) a ping pong show in thailand um i've been underwhelmed at niagara falls uh (laughs) you know i've done stuff but it's only in the last year that i've started to hate traveling you're welcome (laughs) so i actually worked it out so flights this year bearing in mind it's may right now so first five months of this year we've racked up 10 flights um by march this year so just the first three months of the year we had been to six different countries that's insane. But that that's all well and good, but that's not for work. Uh, well, yeah. So I mean, that's so like, like, like that's, that, that's, that is for work as well. That's yeah, like I a know, mixture. But that's, but that, but but that's like we have been on holiday. Yeah. Uh, well, that's because. So I was going to bring this up. We're obviously British, 
Um, and before joining this industry, we lived in the UK. Now, we would both say that we don't consider ourselves to live in the UK anymore, do we? No. And we do go back, but when we go back, we don't have a home to go back to. We, yeah, <laughs> there was a little tear there. Oh. Um, but we we visit family, friends. So we stay a mixture on in people's spare rooms and hotels. And we don't necessarily go back to one area. Uh, so we actually went back to the UK uh, this weekend. Uh, my cousin got married. So we were in the UK for four nights. Um, we spent one night in your mum's spare room, then one night in a hotel in Birmingham, well, Leamington Spa, another night in a hotel in the New Forest, and then another, the night before a 5 a.m. <laughs> um, airport situation, uh, again, in your mother's spare room. So... Indeed. It's not like... So we're, what I'm saying is that going back to the UK isn't necessarily for work, but it's not to go home either. It is another travelling thing that's not necessarily exciting like a holiday is. Yeah. I don't know how many other people were in that situation, like when they use their rotation. Obviously, we don't have a rotation. Mm. So... And and that suits us just fine because we don't have a base necessarily. We we sort of live wherever we are working at the time. Um, but people with a rotation obviously normally have a base. So I wonder yeah, sure. I I wonder if people with rotations find that that travel exciting or is that like oh it's I just going it's, home? I reckon it's exciting because normally think about like rotations and stuff. You're, you're probably at best two months on two months off mm-hmm. and so like that's it's a solid two months before and, and you're going and and also people that have those rotations tend to be going back to like a family or something so it's the excitement of seeing like your kids or something like that like my my excitement of going home is seeing my family but i don't have like kids of my own and my other half is with me yeah. Whereas people that, you know, they can be working out here on their own without the luck of being able to work with their wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, vice versa. Yeah. So there's more excitement there. Whereas for us, because England at the moment, there's nothing to go back to, we don't have that excitement. No. I mean, it's nice to see our family, but, you know, they're not always... You know, can't see them too much. They'll get bored of us. <laughs> be careful what you say there, right? <laughs> Dig your hole a little bit deeper. <laughs> they listen, you know. <laughs> I know. Um, the thing is, we if you're joining this industry because you really love traveling, be careful, okay? I'm just saying this as someone who really loved traveling. Just be careful because... You visit a lot of places that's really, really cool. Mm. But you don't necessarily see a lot of places. No. So don't always get off the boat. No. And and then when the travelling you do do yeah. is <laughs> is stressful, inconvenient, yeah. annoying. And even it's if a you hassle. do and, and even if you you get that, that lucky day off once a year. 
<laughs> yeah. you um you don't tend to you know, i mean you you can try and fit in as much as you can but then that's exhausting and and you are tired you are exhausted and a lot of the time you do end up just sort of like either going to a local bar or a beach bar or or you know just monging out just relaxing yeah, yeah because yeah, you're you need so tired to. yeah there's not if it's not like traveling where you're you're there to travel like because when you go on a traveling holiday or something like you know you have an itinerary you have all these plans whereas when you 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 don't choose where you go on the boat even though you might go to some amazing places you don't like and and a lot of the time as well when you get a day off it's so last minute like a lot of the way captains tend to write it is they don't they don't give you days they don't give you the hope of oh next wednesday we'll have a day off because they just don't know when what's going to happen the owner might just go oh i'm coming back before they were supposed to and so it's not fair for captains to give this false sense of hope yeah so they um, just hold back so, and so don't then say yeah you can literally get told in on that morning oh you've got a day off so you haven't prepared anything you can't you can't go do all these touristy things you know like especially for the height of the season because everything will be fully booked so you tend you end up just like going to your closest bar and drinking or sleeping or going for nice walks. Yeah, I know, but it's not still not travelling. <laughs> no. Um, I think this became very apparent, actually. Now, when before I joined the industry, and obviously we were together beforehand, so I knew that, you know, you'd tell me your stories and things like that. I did. Um, <laughs> do you have to be so weird? <laughs> I'm just being me. <laughs> okay, so um, Barcelona, for example. Now... I have been to Barcelona before we are... We're currently in Barcelona, but I, I've i been to Barcelona before on holiday. I actually took my mum to Barcelona for her 50th birthday as a surprise. I told her the day before. I just took her off to Barcelona. Um, and we had a really, really good time. Now, when we were first dating, I think it just came up in conversation and you said that you'd been to Barcelona before. Um, and... I was like, oh yeah, I've been to Barcelona. I love Barcelona. You know, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you did you go there? And you were like, no, nope. no, <laughs> and no. <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, so I was like, oh, like what did you do? And you were like, well, I was on a boat, so I was working, and I went I- to a bar. I don't remember what bar. Where I went to a bar. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all you had time to do. You went to one bar. Yeah, it was a rooftop bar though. Yeah, you said you had a nice time. Yeah. But that made it harder to identify because the rooftop bars, you know, it's not like you can recognise them from the ground. <laughs> yeah, you can't go back there. Either. It's a bar that was lost forever now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my point is, it's like you said, you said you'd been to Barcelona, but like just it didn't take very long for me to figure out that you hadn't really been to Barcelona. <laughs> um, so when we did come here on the current boat that we're on now we have since explored and i showed you all the cool stuff with barcelona didn't i we went we went on a tourist day (laughs) and i was like you must do this this and this otherwise you you can't say we didn't get a one bar no we didn't because otherwise you can't say that you've done barcelona because you hadn't no i didn't say i'd done barcelona i just said i've been there which is true yeah okay yeah you're right but yeah that's when it sort of became apparent to me it's like oh you know that's yachting that's yachting and actually you know i've been 
to a lot of places um but you've actually done more of europe than i have mm. I, I tend to have gone further away um so i haven't actually done that too much of europe Neither myself I, really no exactly <laughs> but you on paper you've done a lot of europe mm. a lot of the mediterranean but you know how much have you done you know yeah. when we actually go through it it's like have you really been to, seen these places like you've been there but you haven't seen them no seen them from well at least i've seen them from a very rare um, perspective that not a lot of people get to do yeah now example of that is the monaco grand prix things well, exactly, like that where, like, you, where you actually get to be like trackside yeah and for free for me yeah which is like so that's unique and that's extremely lucky. cool yeah because yeah, obviously even if you went there on holiday for that time you probably wouldn't have those kinds of experiences yeah and even seeing if you it got from that a perspective ticket, you wouldn't be getting an, a ticket that's like right there sort of thing either yeah now we actually like i said went back to the uk this weekend um, it was so green. Oh, <laughs> it was so, so nice. green. <laughs> Fresh. Yeah. It wasn't even that cold. It was just. It was just different. Yeah. It's nice. We actually took the weather with us. Uh, it was um, quite a nice weekend. Mm. The sun came out for my cousin's wedding, which was nice. But speaking of my cousin's wedding, now yachting, you do tend to miss a oh, lot yeah. of events. Yeah, you got to get used to that. Got to get used to that. So, I mean, we're, we were in a, um, in a position where we, we could actually go back for my cousin's wedding. But that was, you know, it, it, you know I, I was expecting to not be able to go. Mm. But, you know, saw the thing, it all came together and we could disappear for a few nights. Um, so we did. But I was fully expecting not to be able to do things like that. And last year, your mother got married, didn't she? She did. And you had a a real tough time getting back for that one, didn't mm, you? <laughs> but I did manage it, and I was very, very grateful that I did. There was a there was a bit of a moment where you thought you had to rebook the flight from Greece rather than Turkey. Turkey. Oh, yeah, yeah, that way round. Yeah, yeah. And then, even then, it wasn't guaranteed that you'd get there in time for you to get to yeah, the airport exactly and, and then you had to sign and then we had to sign me back into the country because obviously i was currently signed onto the boat um which we'll explain a little bit later but like that yeah so that takes a process as well so it's all it was all very when i got back it was lovely and i had a great time but the process like we said of traveling was it just it just made 10 times more stressful so stressful mm. So something that should be a happy occasion, you know, really exciting, you know, flying in for your mother's wedding. How cool and exciting the fact that you can do it actually was 24-hour nightmare mm. until you got there. Yeah, exactly. Until I was actually in the airport, like, through passport control, I can go, okay, I'm going. Yeah, and it's only that point that you sort of text your family saying, yes, I am going yeah. to be there. <laughs> I would like some food at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because there's no guarantees in this industry. No. Um, and you ha you do have to accept that you're probably going to miss really important events. Yeah. You know, birthdays. And you have to you have to be okay with that. And you have to be. Like yeah. If you if you if you feel like you don't you can't do that. Like for example, I I was like my like 
my I actually turned down um, like a couple of years ago. Now my sister got married, and same situation. But her mar- her marriage was in slap bang in the middle of summer, um, and so that is obviously very difficult for a mid season. Um, but it was one of those things that I ended up actually sort of delaying getting my next job so deliberately so I could go to that wedding like because I Mm -hmm. knew that I got several job offers um before the season started and each one I was like I I have to be here I'm giving my sister away so I have I'm going to this wedding and they're like we'll try and get you there but we can't guarantee it and for me I was just a big no because I could I could I could either sort of risk that or I could, or I could go in with the notion of I'm going to work on this boat. If I can't do it, I'll leave, and that's bad as well. Not just for your CV, but just you can't just leave a crew like you know in the whim like that. That I know they would understand, but you're still leaving them on the back foot. Like you're just going to abandon yeah. them just at the beginning of the season. And so I made a decision myself not to look for work until after that. Yeah. So that that's the only way I could do that. But if you're new to the industry, you have to accept that at least because I I can kind of get away with doing that now because I've got the experience. Yes. Whereas when you're new to the industry, you you can't just leave a boat because like it's your mate's thirtieth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or or a hen party, like yeah. you know, if normally bigger, normally massive away. events like that boats are good at trying to get you home. Like if it is like a you know a very close relative and stuff yeah but like you your mother's to, wedding yeah like, that's you have a big to be deal. used to uh, i've missed so many birthdays parties you know that sort of thing and even if they're really big birthdays like and and that's where i uh, i always have like a a very good tip of really stopping your social media look like it especially if you're really so you don't you get, get fomo if you get very homesick especially if you're away over christmas and stuff when you know that's like maximum time for family to be together like you just just avoid social media yeah because you'll look at it get fomo exactly. get homesick yeah, yeah. exactly you why depress i don't yourself. i don't really get homesick anymore but i definitely did and i got into the first got into the industry and my, and my first ever obviously my first ever job started like in November and so I uh, it was my first time well no, technically second time away from Christmas but first time away from Christmas in yachting and it's it's hard yeah and we had a tiny little I've shown you the picture haven't yeah, I a tiny have. little crappy tree in the bridge like literally embarrassing piece of plastic <laughs> and then and um and we were in a, a shipyard and and obviously it was in one of these I think it was in Via Reggio and if anyone's been there in the winter it's like any of these places that's only open in the summer and it's just depressing and I think there was like one bar open yeah and that was it and then you're seeing all your family yeah. all going celebrating yeah, having Christmas parties and yeah. all that sort of stuff yeah and friends so, yeah. yeah so it's difficult it sucks mm. um, side note question uh, are funerals treated a bit different but yeah they're not again they are pretty yeah because and also especially like because sometimes it can be sadly unexpected deaths and you normally just sort of get given leave so but it i assume it has to be like a immediate i imagine family. so yeah yeah i don't yeah i've never thank god touch wood never had to experience that in yeah. yachting um but yeah i mean i guess i guess if anyone out there is happy to tell 
Yeah. Like if they've ever. I'm sure any I'm sure reasonable captain will try their hardest. The problem is, it's not the captain; it's the owners. And so, and if you you can get some pretty nasty owners out there that really don't care about you. And I guess it depends on the your role on the boat. Yeah, and that. Yeah, and um, uh, but how, but at the same time, again be. though, if if it's uh, you can, you can, if there's enough time or or if it's possible, like you, I've I have heard of getting temp you know you get the temp crew in just to cover that particular crew member because they got to go back mm. I mean what happens if someone gets injured and stuff like that's the same they got to get temp crew in right okay yeah that makes sense mm. but also uh people who do travel a lot to go back home or wherever they consider home or wherever they're from it's a tough one isn't it because what we've found when we've on the odd occasion we've gone back it's important not to sound like you're bragging. Yeah. Because obviously you, you do get to live and spend a lot of time in these holiday destinations. And coming back to like social media there, like I don't I don't post anymore no. deliberately for these reasons that, you, you know, it's, it's the classic social media thing. Everyone does it. You're not going to post pictures of yourself or of anything when it's a shit time yeah. it's always when it's like the it's most highlight epic times and, and and also like it, and even if that is only once a year like I said that one day off you get but you do go to you you do normally go to a really cool beach bar or something like that and so the photos that your family friends see back at home it looks like you're just on holiday yeah and so they cut that you know you you will get the classic how do you even do any work and all this sort yeah of stuff. um i must admit like you know a lot of people when i do chat to friends and family they just think that i'm on holiday in all these places yeah, but you are <laughs> hey <laughs> do you get fed every day oh, yeah but you love cooking three meals a day you don't have to clear up afterwards either you love it <laughs> that's not work that's your hobby <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you you have to be careful so that you don't sound like a knob who's bragging <laughs> but also you sort of have to navigate what people think you get up to yeah um and try not to bite back in a way like you know obviously mm, you know if they're saying like oh you don't do any work you just go to beach bars all the time like you know you could sort of correct them but you just go yes i do yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but people do just think you're on holiday don't they yeah especially it's common it's it's, it's getting more there's more of an awareness of the industry now yeah. than there ever used to be but when like when i first started out people had no idea like, i've said that before mm. but people are becoming more aware of it now um and hopefully we can kind of get people if there is anyone listening that's never and doesn't even think about going to the industry like can give them a little insight of what it is like if any if there's anyone out there that has family in the industry but they have no idea what they're doing mm-hmm. hopefully we can kind of give them an insight of what their son is doing halfway across the road where yeah no? um also when you do go back i think it's worth saying that it's uh Nothing will have changed, but yet everything has changed. changed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're when you go back after six months away, or you know a year, whatever. 
um, nothing will have changed for everyone else there. So you'll immediately go, oh, nothing's changed. But you'll f- you will have changed. Yeah. So. So what you found perfectly normal life might even come across as like a bit boring and like and and sometimes yeah. a little bit sad. Like, to, like I I I find it difficult sometimes when I've like I go back into my local pub where we used to work and. And all of the locals that are there, like lovely people, really nice. But they still but sit you, in the but, same but chairs, st- and it's just like, but and they <laughs> drinking and, the and, same drink. A lot of them have, like, you know, never got out of their county. Yeah. And oh, they, they might have done when they were younger. We're talking about older people now. Aren't we? well, yeah, but not necessarily. But still, or, or the the same barman is still behind the bar. But just you know. life in general, life. Not people like you know. You'll just find that nothing really changes. No. But you would have changed. Sometimes that's quite nice, though. I've 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 started to really appreciate the fact that I can go back. I never used to. When, when I was changing, I don't. I feel like I, I've changed now. But when like, but when I was, when I was, you know, still finding myself. <laughs> Did you go to Bali for that? No, never been. <laughs> you never been. There no, you go. Deprived. <laughs> but as in like. Um, yeah, I understand that. Like back then, that. But now, I actually really appreciate that it's still the same. I like that I can go back. I can, I can go into my local bar and there's locals there, you know. Or I, or like uh, my family is still there. I think I would find it harder if I if I went back to my hometown and no, everyone was gone. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, for me, because because going back home is a respite rather than. Um, rather than going back permanently it's it's a nice it's nice that it's all you know it's all still relaxing i I don't have to stress see i'm jealous i'm jealous of you feeling that way because you're only a year out you know you haven't found yourself yet (laughs) you'll get there no what i mean is going back home is impossible for me so i I have a house in the in the UK. Um, so when I started this industry, I, I rented it out. Yeah. So and that I, is your family home as well. Yeah. So I can't go home because there's other people living in it. <laughs> yeah, you could try. Though, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. So, so when I go back to that area, it's I go back with an agenda. I've got stuff to do you know and we cram so much in don't we that it is not peaceful or relaxing maybe it's for you but i so (laughs) so say we go back for like like this weekend we were there for three whole days and in that time we cram yeah i had to cram in so much and then you really have to be careful because um i don't know if anyone else finds this but I will... There's not enough time to see all my friends, okay? That's no. just impossible. So I, you know, sort of arrange some things with the little time I have. And then, God forbid, a few days later, once I'm back on board the boat, if some other friends find out that I was there and I didn't see them, you know, you really have to be careful. Yeah, but that's their own problem. No, no, it's... it's you know, bless them. You know, they just want to see me. But it's... It's. I try and rotate it. So when we go back, I'll see like these few people, and then the next time I won't see them because I've seen them more recently. But I'll see other people, 
um, and it's a juggling act. And it, and and like I say, we crammed so much in. Uh, we were there for three whole days, and we went from London to the south coast to Birmingham to the New Forest, back to Dorset as well. Dorset, yeah, we went to Dorset, went back to your mum's, and then to London again. Mm. It's insane. Um, and every single time we go back, it's like that. You know, not those places necessarily. It's different places, but it is always such a rush. Um, and so it's not, it's not fun. It's, well, yeah, but that's stressful. that's only your fault. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> because I'll perfectly, uh, I'd more than happily just go back and flop. Yeah, right. <laughs> We've got stuff to do. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. we don't. But that's the thing. I think I think there's a fine line, and you have to be careful there about like going back some yes sometimes there's stuff to do but sometimes you have to just ignore those stuff to do even even like sorry friends but sometimes <laughs> you need to go back and and just be with yourself you don't like you don't need to go see your friends i don't want to offend anyone and actually i really love my friends i want to maintain Rude. saying that i don't no i just want to maintain those relationships i know of course but uh, they but they would appreciate as well that you that you're not being rude yeah you need time to chill actually i wonder how other people deal with this because obviously i'm only a year in so i am finding it difficult um but you know saying that even before i joined this industry i was away uh working in the alps as well so i've actually not lived in the uk for like 18 months now um and i am finding it difficult i to maintain those relationships is easy online you know like with whatsapp and stuff like you just there's no excuse to lose touch with anyone really Mm. um so i am pretty good with that but you know actually trying to find the time to see all these people face to face on the occasion that we're in the same country Uh, i mean i'm so lucky that a few of them have come out and found me wherever i've been and i've spent some time with them abroad which is amazing um and i really appreciate that but yeah, I'm just wondering how other people deal with that. I know how you deal with it. Uh, but I, I guess, I guess you know, that might be a reason why people don't last in the industry. Maybe people leave because of missing events or, yeah, of course you know, they not, do. not having their, you know, losing touch with friends. Absolutely. Of course they do. But I've, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've sort of grown to appreciate and, and uh, kind of like, I guess I'm at peace with the fact that I know that my friends know what I do and so and they're okay with that. Like I'm not worried that I'm being rude or upsetting them. I think that's something that you you need to get used to a little bit mm. and, and and get your head round is that you're you're stressing too much about what they think about you. If they're really your friends, they'll understand. Yeah, yeah, and they do, and they do. It's me. I want to see them, you know. Of course, but sometimes, like I said, you gotta you gotta think about yourself. Sometimes you gotta be selfish. But even when we try and cram in holidays, we are literally cramming in holidays. So we'll we'll know. Like earlier this year, we knew that we had some time, so we were like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, let's go to Mexico." So, but we're literally going from like Belgium, UK, Mexico. UK, Barcelona, like, or, and there was just, I, there was a point where I didn't know what time zone I was in. Like, yeah. when am I meant to sleep? I'm not sure. 
<laughs> can I sleep now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, even if you're on rotation, we we you have cram that. in our holiday time. Yeah, you know, in between these things, so it just means we're literally hopping all over the world to try and get in what should be a relaxing time. Yeah, you know, and we're messing around with flights to make sure that we can get like you know there as quickly as possible as early as possible so that we can get the most amount of time there and yeah. which just means that oh that's that means we'll have to stay at the airport the night before which extends it even more mm. you know it's it's never ending so even a holiday now is hassle i never used to do that when i used to travel i used to be like oh taxi's here <laughs> you know and you <laughs> cash missed, and you've missed two flights and you've run per plane. Oh yeah, no. And yeah, so, I've never done any of that. So yeah, I am. I am notorious for having to run for every flight. And I how book. many flights have you run since meeting me? Yeah, not as many. And you've never run for a flight when I've been travelling with you. Oh, I feel like that can't be true. It definitely is. True. I've definitely ran for flights since being with you. Just maybe not. Yeah, with but you, you. were. You're on yeah. your own. Because, <laughs> and I know why it is because you faff and you stress. Uh, no, I don't. You do? I. I this is not it. How about <laughs> I have I have missed flights before. This is true. <laughs> I've missed a couple, um, but they were not my fault. <laughs> I feel like everyone's missed a flight or two. Nope. Okay, law of averages, right? If you travel as much as I do, you're gonna miss a few, right? I've travelled a lot. <laughs> I've missed a flight. You have missed a boat, though. You've literally missed the boat before. That wasn't my fault. Uh, mine were never my fault. Yeah, I know, but but I I was in the right country. <laughs> like I, the I boat got, wasn't. I got on the flight, and, yeah. that, and then there was really bad weather. Yeah. Do you want to tell the story? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just keep that one for later. Okay, fine. A little secret. But but people, if you get uh, if you get hired to join a boat and you have to fly out to it, make sure you get there before it leaves. <laughs> Again, not my fault. <laughs> I didn't get on the wrong flight. I didn't get on too late a flight. <laughs> but you just missed Weather. the boat. <laughs> um, but yes, I have missed flights. I do run for flights. It was always quite stressful. <laughs> I don't understand why. I, I, I'm a big fan of an airport lounge. And oh I, yeah, we and I, we and always do a lounge to, now, don't we? Uh, wait, no, I've always done a lounge. You've just learnt what lounges are. <laughs> no, and I, and I enjoy the fact that I can get on the other side of that passport control and sit there for about an hour and a half. Yeah, see, before, great. I, before I got with you, I, you're, never, you're, had, I never had time for a lounge. You go through the passport control and sprint to your plane. It's yeah. just like, why? Sounds awful. Oh, there was one time I had to buy myself a whole new ticket yeah, at the exactly. airport. <laughs> Nobody needs that. No one needs that stress. Oh, and then I, there was a time that I had, I had a stress fracture in my ankle and then I still had to run for the flight. What? With a stressor, and by the time I got to the flight, the air hostess like saw how massive my elephant foot was. <laughs> she gave me a tray of ice with um, some flannels on it to like, try and bring the swelling down in the air. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Uh, but moving on, um, so people anyway, summarize people won't relate until. Other people will not relate to your situation. It's only that's why I think yotties end up with yotties as well. There's an understanding there. Other mm. people don't understand. Um, but all this international travel does mean that we have international friends. Yeah, we um, get to meet some amazing people. I love how 
multicultural um, and international yachts are. Mm. I love that. Yeah. You know, all these different types of people all mixed together. It's awesome. I love meeting new people and, yeah, getting on with people that you wouldn't necessarily get to meet in your hometown. Yeah, but sometimes it's an incredibly small world. <laughs> Isn't it? So I'll tell you how small it is. Going back to Bali, um, I met a friend. I, so I went and did... Um, this is before yachting. Before yachting. So this is, you know, rewind like 2018. Uh, I went to Bali um, and I went and uh, did this like fitness camp. Um, and I ended up sharing a room with a girl who we got on really really well and she was a purser on super yachts now at the time i did that thing where i'm like oh cool had absolutely <laughs> no idea what she did you know she just said i'm first on a super yacht and i'm like cool I anyone do that doesn't know what purser is it's basically the accountant of a super yacht yeah and i really didn't know what she did but i was very interested because whatever it because I was there for three weeks and she was there a week before me and a week after me and I was thinking what kind of job allows you to just hang out in Bali for five <laughs> weeks I'm in you know <laughs> like obviously she was on rotation and she was hanging out in Bali on her rotation um but yeah we're still friends now uh, so yeah then I got into the industry well then we got together and I got into the industry yeah um and I ended up working on a boat that she used to work on and it's like yeah you probably bump into these people mm. so I met her she's from the UK I met her in Bali I ended up working on a boat that she used to work on in Dubai I know people that know her now because the yachting industry is quite a small industry really mm. um is yeah and it's to, it is really a small world yeah it's a very small world for sure. Um, That's why you've got to be careful as well. The longer you spend away from home, wherever home may be for you... The better it gets. No. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, but that's not where I was going with this. <laughs> um, how many people do you think lose their accent? You haven't. I mean, you're still very British. Thank you. Um, I, don't I, I, I don't think that many. No, no, because, because I, it's not like living in a country. And I know you can be mingled with lots of different nationalities, but you're 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 not surrounded by it like you would be if you went and like moved to like America or or you know or anywhere like that. You're not constantly surrounded by that one particular accent. However, you say I I I sort of agree with you, but I have met quite a few yachties uh, that you're like oh, I can't place where they're from, and it's probably just, South African. No, no, no. Yeah, you just can't place where they're from. And then it's because they've been in the industry so long that they sort of got this like international accent. You get you get get a traveller's accent, don't you? But that doesn't even have to be yachting. It could just be if you're travel like you know, always travelling. Yeah. So just like a nomadic yeah. yeah. Like non specific It's like it's normally like a mix between Australian English, isn't it? And like Do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I think it is it yeah. And it normally comes out when you drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that um, when I was sharing um, a room in a crew house with my South African roommate, um, he still very much sounded South African at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, but he was a greenie as well. Yeah, but he did say, I, well, I asked him, I was like, do you, when you talk to your friends back home, do they think you've got, you're losing like your accent and he said yeah they think i sound really like british well that's your fault 
Oh, it's not solely my fault. The rest yeah, of the crew. Yeah, are but British the, as well. the difference in that is that he he speaks a completely different language to his mates. And because yeah. and, and when he joined, he he um he he actually he, didn't know that much English. His English wasn't amazing. No, yet. his English wasn't and then, that so good. So he learned a lot, which was great. But obviously, that means that he learned a lot of his new English in an English accent. If that makes yeah. Sense. Whereas, like, if you're learning English in your home country, you're learning for people that speak in that accent. Yes. Whereas for us, we're not learning English again. So we've learned English from England. <laughs> Some would say how it's supposed to be <laughs> spoken. Americans, Australians. English. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. I don't know. I'd like. Well, you're obviously 10 years in and you still sound exactly the same. So I think it's interesting to see who those people are that do sort of end up with this like mongrel accent <laughs> yeah comes from all over yeah um i've got a couple of tips that i Top have tip. yeah that i have uh, thought about for this episode um when it comes to traveling um collect your air miles <laughs> yeah that's a good tip so we I've racked up an unless, incredible amount of air miles. Unless your flights aren't paid for by you, because a lot of boats will pay for your flights. Yeah, so if you if your boat uses an agent to sort your flights out, then you then it's yeah, not really yeah it. yeah there's not really a lot you can do about that. Yeah. But if you, I have been asked to book my own flight before, and then the boat just pays. Yeah, yeah. In which case, free air miles. Yeah, they're free air miles. Yeah, so sign up to all your air miles schemes um and collect them because you know i've got an incredible amount of air miles like i'm nearing and and that's only recently as well that we've kind of been made aware well we've become self-aware of it i i was collecting them before but it was only in the last year that it's like actually been worth it yeah um and regret that we haven't done before yeah but um but oh well yeah but well you know we've got enough soon for like free flights yeah. anywhere <laughs> um, or, or we use them to upgrade yeah exactly I have a further idea of upgrading do you? yeah yes another top tip which I am really annoyed that I did not think of this beforehand and you actually already knew about this and did not share this information with me before well it's, it's, well, it's a, like a big secret Oh, well, I don't even know what you're I'm, I'm going to share you, oh do you not know I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to share this secret with everyone so whenever it's time to renew your passport get the extra oh, right. pages in your passport well, actually that's become more relevant now especially if it's a British passport because of Brexit oh yeah should we get into it should we get into Brexit shall we shall we because <laughs> it's so annoying <laughs> You've got another hour. Oh uh, yeah! Well, let's bring it on. Okay. So actually, let's just go back to the passport just for one second. So I renewed my passport in 2021. Mm. No one, and you could have said something, but you chose not to. Um, oh, my bad. <laughs> I did not pay for the extra pages, the the chunkier passport. I just got a regular passport. You could pay a little bit more and get a thicker passport with more pages in and more space for stamps. I have never needed that before. No, but that's um, what I mean. 
Like you, you, you didn't ever need that before. No. So now here we are, 2023, and I'm seriously concerned <laughs> that you know I'm not going to make it another year <laughs> <laughs> before I need a new passport. Yeah. And passports meant to last ten years. I only no. got it in 2021. But but that yeah, it, it never used to be for a British passport. I, I think it's probably been different if like you're American, South African, because you get you'll get stamped everywhere. But because of Britain being in Europe and a lot of the yachting industry is in Europe. You never used to have to get any stamps because you're just allowed in and out of Europe. Yeah, so the British passport used to be the golden ticket, didn't oh, no, it? It's now, 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 especially at Barcelona Airport, you go to the third country um, gate, which yeah, literally which looks is, like third world country gate. Well, yeah, because it's got about, I don't know, what did you say... 300 people, yeah. 400 people in a line, and then the EU line has got no one in it. Yeah. <laughs> right? with, with probably more people more people at security reading passports just yeah. sat there when, when the gate with 400 people has one person checking passports. Yeah, so British passports are no longer the golden ticket. We cannot just travel freely like we used to be able to. So what actually happens now, and um, we have to arrange this ourselves because you are the captain. Um, aye, aye. <laughs> yes, yeah, so what happens now is we fly to whatever country we need to get to and then we have to arrange so we have to make an appointment with the immigration. So we have to arrange to then go from... Um, so we get like stamped in to Spain, say, uh, then we get taken to immigration where we have an appointment that I've prearranged, um, and then they stamp you out and stamp you onto like the boat. So our boat, um, you know, is registered in a different country. So we're then technically in that country, not in Spain anymore. That's how we get away with not using our 90 days because mm. uh, British people now only have 90 days in Europe before you've got to go back home for 90 days. Um, yeah, 90 in every 180. So then, Ooh. yeah, it's a rolling 180. Uh, so then you have to do the reverse of that when you want to leave again. Yeah. So if we ever want to go through another airport, even if it is to another European country, we then have to go to make an appointment, go to immigration, get stamped and back in costs, again. this costs money. And it, yeah, you have to pay every time. Mm. Um, and and then, then you can pass through an airport. Back in, then you go back in, it shows that you've gone back into Spain or wherever yeah. to then leave Spain again. So my passport, every every page, page after page, is literally... Stamp in, stamp out. Yeah, different European countries. So like France, Spain, Italy. It's literally like in and out on the same day. Shake all about. <laughs> and it's just pages and pages of that. And that's going to happen every single time. And how yeah. many times are we going to go in and out of these... Uh, the airports this year like mm. you know like I said I'm seriously concerned my Thanks, passport is, is not going to last another year mm. um, so so I'm in the process of getting my Irish passport yeah I'm you're entitled to, in, how to do that yep you're entitled to an Irish passport so in that process yep. I'm going to marry you so that I can get one <laughs> okay. what a classic <laughs> That hasn't been said before. Yeah. No, I've already looked into it. We have to be married for three years and live in Ireland anyway. Yeah, and you said yes before you knew I could get an Irish passport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, but that's that's a British problem. I mean, other countries, I really don't know the issues that you have to go through. I'm sure a lot. Well, yeah, and... and but and 
at least we're still very lucky to have the tax situation, but that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. There's a lot of countries that still have to pay tax and stuff Yeah, like we that, don't but. pay tax, which is nice. Mm. Um, now, what was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, day work. So... Yeah, so that's, got, that's become difficult. If you're British and you're looking for work um, and you might get a bit day work, this whole stamped onto the boat thing has become an issue mm. now i was very lucky when i when i had day work and when i was looking for work i still had a visa that a working french visa so yeah, i was allowed to ski season yeah. yeah so i was allowed to work in france so um i was in france looking for work so when i got day work it was not a problem you're legally allowed to be i there. was legally yeah. allowed to be there but um it, a boat is very unlikely to sign you go to the, all that hassle that i just described about making an appointment and paying the money mm. um they're very unlikely to do that for a, someone for a little bit of day work yeah um unless it's like a month of day work yeah, it's totally but, worth but, it but sometimes getting into the industry like your golden ticket is normally that one day of washdown but the yeah. boats just don't do that anymore they can't they they can't risk it because yeah. um it's just it, they've they've really really like stamped down on it now and um it's a shame and then you go in you can go into the the side of looking for work so we didn't really touch on this that much on dock walking but the, uh, it came really um apparent to me especially last year um, it was all over the Facebook pages that like people were actually getting deported if they were caught looking for work on the docks because you're allowed to be in the countries um, as a tourist, but you're not uh, legally allowed to look for work. Yeah. And so if you're there, you've got CVs and stuff on you. You're being you're illegal, and they 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 de literally deport people straight out of the country. And then you're probably banned. I don't know exactly what they got there. I don't know if they got a fine, or they could have even even been banned, and that's it. Really, it that's might your, be like a certain amount of time. It's your career you're over. Back. Yeah. And so it's yeah, it's got really difficult, especially for us Brits. Um, yeah. So and it's it's just something to be a little bit aware of. So if you are still looking for work and like like don't worry about it but but be clever about it like maybe maybe don't go with cvs and stuff like that go just like yeah, just wander around I in civilian clothing and stuff like I that. i really don't know yeah what you're you can do about that and i don't mm. know enough about it to be honest no i don't know enough about it really it's um but uh, agencies will now yeah awesome. they're, they're pretty on it so like, yeah. just just yeah but they'll they'll it's um you just gotta be super cautious but they're like at the height of the season they're they're pretty on it and i wouldn't be surprised if you hear more stories this year but if you've got a european passport then you could do whatever yeah, you like you're laughing yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. are fun but i do know that it works the on the other side of the pond uh as well that it you know we cannot go over there and look no for what but that's the thing that's it, that's what it used to be like but Europe, like being in the European Union, opened up so many opportunities for us. Yeah. And then they've just shut the door again. But so like, so like, it's it's exactly what it is like. It's and it always has been like in the US. You know, you have to get a particular working visa to go over there, um, and that's fine. And that's always been the norm. But I think because we got so used to it being this way in Europe, it's it's a shock to go back. 
So, uh, if you are interested in going to do a Caribbean season and think you might fly to like Fort Lauderdale or something, just uh, you'll need a B one B two visa. But even then, I don't think you're allowed to seek work. Not, uh, not necessarily. It depends what island you go to because some of them are still UK. Oh, okay. It yeah. depends I what really island don't know you're on. Antigua, you're okay. Right. But the problem is, boats normally will look still look for that B one B two visa because there's no chance that boat's not going to move into u.s waters yeah but um i don't know the the exact ins and outs of it again i've never done a caribbean season but i do know that you can go over there without it yeah a lot of a lot of jobs ask for b1 b2 in hand yeah yeah. and it's sometimes not even if it's a med season it's because they're they they want the option to go to the uh, the caribbean but the other thing i've also started seeing on job posts is European passports only. Yes, I've seen terrifying. a lot of that. This I've seen a lot of okay. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of boats will refuse to do the sign in, sign out because it is a lot of hassle. It is a lot of and hassle, it's, and it's a lot of money, especially if it's a big boat. Think about if you had a whole British crew on, like you know, with forty people on board, like that's a lot of money each time. Yeah. So if you're entitled to a European passport, even if it's like for a grandparent or a great grandparent, if you can get one, get one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it might take a while. So and start look, and, the process and, and, now. And, and just, just, just look at it because you might not realise you're entitled either. Yeah. Find the distant relative that was from there. And marry them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah if you've got a really good friend who's <laughs> who's like got a passport from european country just broach the subject hey we'll get married we like each other <laughs> don't do this <laughs> i spoke to my friend um, and she's entitled to a german passport and she was like i'll marry you and i was like sweet <laughs> <laughs> well, the Irish one's not as easy as that, but I'm sure the, the probably I don't know. There's always loopholes, but I'm not going to give out illegal advice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's not really about. Oh, well, I guess it is about traveling. But my point is, let's summarize that traveling isn't fun anymore. No. So if you're getting into the industry because you really love to travel, this is just. heads up yeah heads Mm. up yeah that's i like that it is a heads up that um yeah you'll you'll end up cramming in a lot of traveling and airports will lose their shininess that they used to have Mm. i'm telling you now yeah they get pretty tedious yeah um like we gatwick especially like we could describe every inch of that place Mm. to you yeah Um, so go by train (laughs) <laughs> yeah you could go into railing yeah yeah do that switch it up yeah switch it up maybe oh. we'll just do euro style hey you know what like arrive by boat <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you'll be surprised how much flying is involved in a yachting industry <laughs> it's exhausting <laughs> um but yeah like i if we could describe a lot of gatwick especially the lounges <laughs> you'll find our reviews yeah we've got our favorites haven't we (laughs) um but yeah if you like to travel just make sure you're getting into the industry for the right reason or you know maybe you won't find it as stressful as we do because when you have your time off you go home and it's as simple as that yeah exactly we might be we might be an exception yeah we are we're probably making life more difficult than it needs to be by you are not really having a home (laughs) cram so much in yeah 
Uh, well, I like to travel, <laughs> even though it's annoying now. That's not traveling. <laughs> That's admin. It is admin. God, there's so much admin. But yeah. That's right. You friends out there, you're admin. <laughs> no. That, no. That sounds harsh. It's just a lot, <laughs> you know, I, I try and cram in six months worth of friendship in in a few it's hours. A, it's not possible. Yeah, I know. And then and then I'm always jealous, you know, because they all get to hang out with each other and do See? really cool stuff. Get off social media. I'm not really on it. Well, then tell your friends to stop telling you what they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, we're just going on now. So, listen to the episode there. We love you. Keep sharing this. Uh, tell us what you think. Get in touch. We love hearing from you. Uh, I'll always reply. Um... And yeah, share it with your mates, even people that aren't in the industry. Yeah, we've ha- I've got friends who we've had a few. Um, yeah, we've had a few questions, haven't we? Messages yeah, from people so just like literally like asking what seems so obvious to us, and it and, and just the way we speak about it. Yeah, uh, someone uh, someone did ask, you know, is the teak you're talking about is that the wood on the deck? You know, and it's yeah. things like that that we just take for granted that we just assume yeah. you all know. But if you don't know. Send us a message, like highlight it for and we, us. And we actually really like to hear that there's people listening that aren't in the industry. I think that's cool. Yeah, so mm. cool. Um, yeah. Especially if you're not in the industry, but you might be considering it. Then yeah, for sure. You're going to get used to all this language and things, which yeah. is good. But so yeah, share it around with your mates, your family, um, your crew. Uh, and then let us know what you think. Mm. Follow us on Spotify. That helps. Um, yeah, and get in touch. I just like to hear from you, and I like, apparently don't have anything else to do, so I might no, as well message you back. You're not working. <laughs> you're just trying to plan our next stressful trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Ending? Yep. Outro. See you later.